Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 4, Episode 1, The Mayan Conspiracy. Everyone knows the... Mayans conspired against Julio Caesar. Yes. Yeah. Stabbed him in the back with a stone knife and mm-hmm. took his heart and rolled it down the stairs. And yeah. then uh, Greek, Greece was born. Yeah. And the Maya Rudolph uh, conspiracy theory as well. Right. Yeah. She was supposed to be like the, the, the Tina Fey, but then uh, she actually was Tina Fey, but they swapped names because she was multiracial and they were, you know, the wine scenes of the world were keeping yeah. her down. The Lorne Michaels of the world. Yeah. We're keeping her down. Uh, yeah. She was not willing to put out, even though she got pregnant. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we all know she got cream pie. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. yeah. How's yeah. it going, Steve? <laughs> it's going good. Um, yeah. It's a Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Coming off a big heat wave last weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, give a shout out to uh, our queen and savior, Bonnie Rotten. Oh, yeah. Who gets the prolapse humor? Yep, because she prolapsed herself. It's <laughs> a great segue from heat wave to uh, body rot. Just was coming through my uh, head. She yeah. answered a question on one of those Instagram things, saying, mm-hmm. "What does it feel like to have your asshole prolapse?" Oh yeah, she's <laughs> like, "I just don't feel it really much at all. It just when I squirt really yep. hard. Yeah, it happens when I push to squirt really yeah. hard or something. All right. like, okay, daddy's into it. Yeah, and Steve's not joking. No, I will be posting that on a story. Yeah, follow at Bonnie Rotten. Yeah, give her a uh, shout out. Let her know probing means yep. <laughs> is into it. Uh, yeah, Bonnie Rotten on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> Queen and Savior. <laughs> she is an adult uh, film star. I, I, you, I, in I com- case you didn't know. Yeah, I completely forgot about that whole yeah. thing. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking yeah. about? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I, I never I thought you were. I thought you were going to mention our fan that uh, really thinks you're sexy. Uh, that's but, yeah. a whole nother story. <laughs> I am apparently a hunk, though. Yeah, so. a tall hunk. Yeah. With a well, hot voice. Tall, yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, it's uh it's weird. Like we don't usually do these like morning or whatever afternoon recordings because yeah, it's usually after work. But uh yeah. It's uh actually it felt like it was hotter in here earlier this morning. Oh which really? is weird. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like just cool acclimated. Down. Yeah, maybe. Um or the wind's picking up and getting a nice cross breeze in here. Yeah. <laughs> At old one one Wynn Avenue. Yes. <laughs> Just in Itty and County. In California. Yeah. In Orange County. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. I thought yeah. you were going to play no, some sound. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, hands went to the um, Were you ever an Alicia Keys fan? Uh, no, but I was an Anita Keys fan, who was another adult film actress <laughs> or... Uh, chick who kind of looked like her, I guess, and that's how she got her name. Oh, I see. Did she have a big booty like her? No, I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't no. Know. She just kind of looked like her. She was just yeah. really hot. Uh, I, I think it was braids. mostly Stills. Yeah. I don't remember a ton of video from that one, but... Uh, wait, was Stills from Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young a porn star, too? Yes, yes. Uh, Who looked that, like Alicia Keys. <laughs> yeah, he, he uh, put his hair in cornrows yeah. and grew it out. Uh, I mean, I think it was more extensions than actual real growth. Mm. But, um, yeah, he was looking good, uh, had that saggy ball meat. And, uh, now, are all right. his kids technically stillborn? 
It's kind yes. of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Any woman who bears his child will have a stillbirth. Right. Or they're big drinkers. Like a like a still yeah, for yeah yeah I get it <laughs> I was gonna go with it but then you just said you know yeah. like a still you know they make whiskey yeah. <laughs> I'm still horny yeah um, uh, I cannot stand still with my weenus <laughs> hey we all know that Cosby was stills horny too right <laughs> even after they went to sleep um yeah we uh we have a little you want to you want to do your little news about uh old five heads at freddy's here yeah so from another podcast off. where this is where i heard it is yeah. that one time i was abducted by aliens yeah that's the podcast uh, name yeah yeah i think we yeah somehow found them uh, on instagram or alien something. con uh, cards for sure. yeah i uh, <laughs> didn't talk to them at all didn't know about them before alien con only after yeah. uh so i've been listening to that show it's uh interesting that's these two girls and they're they're deep in this world yeah. of uh the ancient astronaut theorists. That all those like guys yeah, themselves. Yeah, and like some of it they're into or like believe, some don't, you know, all yeah. that fun stuff. But they had an episode this week where they talked about David Wilcox. Yeah. And he had some very controversial letter that they were questioning uh, how real it was or wasn't, but basically right. his resignation from Gaia. But then there's a lot of. Yeah. It, they Gaia, hold, Gaia is the yeah, YouTube sorry, network yeah. that like showcases a lot of his content and talks and specials and interviews and things like that, as well as some other. Kind of fringe researcher right, guys. Right. But I think some guys. of the AA, the, uh, yeah. or sorry, the. There's yeah, like a whole AA. special where David Wilcock uh, interviews Graham Hancock about yeah. pre civilization, like things like that. So. I think there's Childress on there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, yeah, so they're deep in it. And um, I guess there's some controversy about how they treat their employees. So some people right. think it was his way to get out so he wasn't mm-hmm. associated with that. But right. then the letter goes into like. Crazy Luciferianism instead of Rastafari. It's like it's like Rastafarianism, <laughs> what, but what? they uh, smoke meth instead of right. weed, and they shave their heads instead. I of am the morning star. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Gonna yeah. <laughs> um, not going to go into it. But uh, yeah, so there's some controversy in that world, yeah. which is maybe I don't know if that's why he wasn't at Alien Con or dealing with. I know. Other I wonder. Shit and yeah. Stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's probably a much more mundane. Yeah. Reason, so yeah. Joey found it. I. I got it off that podcast, but Joey found the article. Just found a Reddit so. thread and stuff, and then um, so if you just search, the, yeah. So there's like if you just look up like David Wilcock resignation letter, that was actually the autofill when you start typing oh, David really? Wilcock into Google. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the autofill is resigns or resignation yeah. letter. Which I'm always, I mean, I guess it makes sense. There's an, a history channel and all these right. things like how popular all the that stuff right. and these people really are. Oh yeah, you know, people listening to this show. I yeah. Guess. Um, so yeah, it is kind of crazy how that spreads and right. how deep in the internet well, and just, it goes. Just the the stupid group on Facebook that's called Ancient Aliens. That's not the show, but it that group is millions of people fucking deep. It's crazy. Right, right. And they're just posting shitty pictures of yeah. What is what if this was this? And yeah, it's just like yeah. a shitty Photoshop of something, you mm-hmm. know. But um, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. So uh, give it's their most recent episode where those two girls talk about it yeah. in depth and again a lot more in that world than us right i mean we just kind of are fans and watch right, the right. show and things yeah they but, seem like uh, kind of like not in a disparaging way but like groupies that turned it into content you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like they've yeah. been really following these guys yeah, yeah so yeah. um but uh yeah we're hoping to see more of him in season four here but none in this episode in the in the yeah. premiere of season no, four nothing yet um but uh yeah i'm curious as to like and uh, people on the reddit were like it's fine. Like this is akin. Like I guess like he and this other guy whose last name is I think it's Nathan Good or something like that. G O O D E. I think they get the most. They I think produce the most content for that network right. and get the most views and stuff. And so they're basically like saying, "Eh, this is going to be like when Corolla or Howard Stern 
went off of terrestrial radio and like did their own content. Right. Like the fans will follow him. They're, they're, they were the most popular ones anyway, and yeah. so it's not like he's loop missing out. He'll probably actually have gnarlier shit now. Yeah, I mean, in that letter, it was talking about how he had all this other content that they're suppressing, right. and again, right. who knows what's real and what's not. Uh, and I guess that network does subscript like pay subscriptions yes. too. So yeah, I think yeah. that's how they get the bulk of their money, and then probably right. advertising as well. But. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, at least if he can go off, if he's probably in a place now where he's famous enough, he doesn't need a network right. like that. At least from like a web standpoint, right? To get views and sponsorships and money exactly, and all yeah. that fun stuff. I'll have to look into that guy network and like the history of it. And stuff yeah, because like honestly, be I, I again, I had never heard of it until <laughs> yeah. this when we were on our on my bachelor party trip to like the Oregon area. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> touching my penis. Um, oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, and and I was. Uh, he, like I was getting ready one morning, and I was just like, I wanted something like a podcast. Watch, so yeah. I went, I went to a David Wilcock talk, right? <laughs> Wilcock talk, <laughs> and uh, it was on the Gaia Network too. Oh, it had okay. like a whole little crawl at the beginning and everything, and and uh, and then I was like, oh, all his stuffs on this one. I, I said, I bet it's his channel or something mm-hmm. too, you know. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm curious how how long it's been around, or it makes me wonder how much they were like how responsible they were in proliferating like this stuff on the right, internet. Right. Like you know what pre, I mean? Well, yeah, I wonder also how, why would you have to make a network though? Like, but I, I think know. the network's about freedom of speech. So right. they have some crazier shows, which he, they reference again, like the Satanism and this and that. So right. it's not, I mean, I guess it's more just conspiracy unfiltered base, right? But then those conspiracy theorists go into, well, this is just run by the government to proliferate false news to then hide uh, other real things. Right, so, right, right. I mean, once you go down these conspiracy holes of possibles and possibles right. and possibles and cover-ups and cover it just, everything's covering itself yeah. up. So then it... Postables, postables, yeah. postables. Holes, yeah. holes, holes. Like, yeah, it ultimately was probably like, oh, not necessarily them, but like, I guess making, like, conspiracy theorists are really easy to make money off of because they will buy things, they will look at content, they will pay for yeah. content, like, because they're just so... Fucking, they got to absorb yeah. all the shit now and get all you know like like the people right. we saw at Alien Con on Friday, right? right. You know, Which the first day, so. awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's a little uh, a little news for you. Yeah, a little bruise news. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we uh, we're talking all about the Mayan conspiracy in episode one of season four, and they don't really mention like it's very weird because they only almost passingly mention what that conspiracy is in like. More than halfway through the show. Yeah. Um, the first couple segments of the show are just about Mayan stuff in general. Mm-hmm. But the conspiracy, like skipping ahead a little bit, is that the pre- the first priests of the Mayan culture right. actually had contact with their gods, their, right. their extraterrestrial gods. And how many? I remember seven to 12-year-old boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> eight uh, young boys eight, were chosen. Yeah. How many uh, apostles were there of Mr. Cristo? Uh, Twelve. Okay. Yeah. So it's a divisible by four. Right. <laughs> and that's my but half. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like right. they contacted their god, they told them what to do and how right. to do it, and then they proliferated. Well, and there's those. always like we we are obsessed with as as a human race, like we're obsessed with the inner circle. Like, right. how do I get in? You know, when there's power, the deeper knowledge somewhere yeah. where there's someone powerful, how do I get in with that person? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And. Uh, and so most most of these most religions have these like, oh the, or right. the first followers and whatever yeah, yeah. are special and so uh, but the conspiracy according to von Daniken is that uh, uh, you know the, the, the first priest uh, 
met with the gods and yeah. and Quetzalcoatl taught them uh, math and science and yeah. sex and whatever. Meth, he didn't yeah. say sex, but uh, <laughs> yeah, math and science yeah. and sex. Yeah, party and play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they would get hopped up and not worry about the repercussions of right. their actions. <laughs> Only casual encounters <laughs> allowed. Uh, but uh, no strings attached. Yeah. Uh, NSA, uh, yeah. different meaning. H- HIV pause. Uh, but yeah, he. Like, and that's why they're obsessed with blood. Right, exactly. And uh, the blood. <laughs> positively charged blood. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he says that the, fir- the conspiracy is that the, the first priest actually met with the gods and learned from them. And then all the priests after that were kind of snake oil salesmen where right. they were like, they were saying, oh, we're, we're the son of those priests or the, you know, the grandsons yeah. or whatever. And and they use their name to get offerings and gold right. and whatever. So almost like that the conspiracy is the beginning of um, religious-based um, profiting and manipulation mm-hmm. and things like that. So, um, Which is actually one of the more interesting points yeah, yeah. Um, in the episode. But we start off in Palenque. <laughs> Ooh, the... Uh, Evil city yeah. of Palenque, <laughs> where doom is around every corner, every step of every oh, pyramid. You will want to watch your step, because the last ones are doozy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go down a dark alley yeah. in Palenque, yeah, okay? Yeah. Um, I got d- rammed in my Palenque <laughs> once. It's not fun. <laughs> I keep wanting to uh, My stanky it. Palenque. <laughs> Oh, you better walk the palanque. Yeah, okay. I kept trying to equate it to polenta, but I couldn't make something. I couldn't make anything work. Here, the hot dish served with a beautiful uh, croquet. Uh, the beautiful palenque. eight to twelve year old boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So palanque is important. It was. It was the. Uh, it was. It was built around 1800 BC. It was like one of the key population centers of the ancient Mayans for like 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. They kind of point out these other um, city states, like in close quarters to palanque. Uh, in that region of Central America, where it was, uh, it was like Palenque, Tikal, Copan, mm-hmm. and Calaquel, which they we've talked about, I think, at least a couple of those in other yeah. episodes. Um, and they were also kind of like warring states sometimes mm-hmm. too. So even though we all call them Mayans or whatever, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they say like like they they actually have a decent amount of experts on the show that aren't ancient astronaut theorists, so actual archaeologists. Um, I mean, I guess archaeologists could go either way, but there's a couple that right. just seem like normal archaeologists from a college or something, and. Uh, um, they talked about how it was just a feat in and of itself to build a city like that out of stone on thin jungle, jungle topsoil. Right. Um, and, uh, and just being in the jungle. Cause you think about it too, like not that it was that much easier, but like at least in like Egypt, there wasn't a lot of foliage and shit. You had to get the stones through. You just had to, you know, yeah. you wet it down. Pass those stones. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they also mentioned how, also. Ad- <laughs> how advanced their mythology was. Um, right. And I'm like, I don't know what advanced mythology means. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you either have it or you don't. Right, yeah. So I, I mean, in, in in I guess I would say potentially how intricate or or detailed it is would I make guess. me think advanced. Because yeah. like you'd be like, Oh, I have the mythology of the, the old grass gnome outside yeah. and he just dances oh. around versus oh, he came from another place and he rules the land and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Give a little, a little vocal bed there instead yeah. of a music uh, bed. I mean, the grass gnome was. <laughs> hey, hey, Dave. <laughs> it was supposed to be in the background of you talking like this. Yeah. <laughs> now it's actually ooh, it's picking up further away from Even the mic. Even deeper, yeah. Whoa. Um, 
The grass gnome. Grass gnome. <laughs> Coming. One mother. Oh, <laughs> God. That's why he is. Shoot my grassy love. <laughs> I've, I've got my fertilizer here. Yeah. Oh, my squirtalizer. That's <laughs> what I call my little peeper. Yeah. <laughs> my eye, because yeah. I always cry when mm. I come. Yeah. <laughs> I see the land when I am sad. Yeah. <laughs> and my pee-pee is always sad. <laughs> Squirtalizing, but not like my eye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Get out of here, you know. Yeah. Go back to my well, garden. I mean, what a dick. Yeah. Ow. What a squirtalizer. <laughs> and he actually just shoots little squirtle Pokemon out there. It's yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Pokemon Go is hot in oh, my yeah. backyard right now. There is all sorts of shit because <laughs> <Yeah>. of him. <laughs> uh, as Pokemon say. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, that's haha, the Pokemon because yes. they all only say their names. <laughs> <laughs> and that Pokemon just looks like our friend's son who just laughs like a yeah, little yeah. fairy all the time. And then there's uh, not like a gay fairy, I just mean like a little a little nymphy yeah, fairy. F A E R I. He's a little nymphomaniac, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, blowing. Uh, yeah, and there's uh <laughs> I was trying to think of a prolapsed <laughs> oh. asshole that's a Pokemon as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes this noise. Oh, <laughs> And it flops around like the ever-giving snake, yeah. which we'll talk about in just a moment. <laughs> Pink sake used yeah. sneer. <laughs> uh, I get you back in the hole. <laughs> um, yeah, we get a uh, uh, like Childress comes on and talks about how impressive. Like they they had water pressure. Yeah, uh, that they they like siphoned water to make it like yeah more pressure or not like <laughs> they had aqueducts and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and they also had ball courts. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he's, and he, and we have a lot of on location stuff on this episode. Yeah, yeah. You can tell the budget's getting a little more like the first season had yeah. some of that where I think they like took more of the risk. Like, Hey, let's, let's knock this out of the park and, yeah, yeah. uh, and impress people. And then the middle two seasons were not a lot of that kind of right, stuff. Right. Again, it's this, this delay of success that right. then hits the show, yeah. uh, and the budgets, you know, right, where right, it's right. like, Oh, it's on now, right. but we filmed this when it didn't have budget. Exactly. So. Yeah. And you get a zoomed in childress. Yes. On this yeah. One as well. Very, like, very heavy, like odd heavily angle. bored child, childress. Yeah. Sweating it up uh, yeah. outside the pyramids, but he's got his Indiana Jones style cap on all day. Every day. Um, and, uh, which so, yeah. he didn't have on an alien con, which I kind of want. No, he was, he was like slimmed down and suited up. He's you know? also way shorter than I thought he was. I know. I always thought of him, not like a hulking man, no, but just kind of like, like a bigger, bigger dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it, you gotta be, it helps to be small when you're crawling through all those little crevices. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. We could have taken him. Yeah. <laughs> in the hotel room. Piss, huh? <laughs> Pissed all over him. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> so, Kind of gold, the gold that comes out of the shower, that just oozes out. And it's just pure energy. <laughs> the gold, and he's just high on mushrooms. Or no, something. the golden shower. Oh, come on, oh, sorry, because <laughs> we're this. pissing on it. I'm like, our hotel room didn't have gold. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's very impressed with all the ball courts. Yes. Uh, and if you've seen, if you look up Childress's videos on YouTube, the first ones that come up are usually the funny ones. And right. one of them is just this montage of him saying stone ball, and stone balls, stone balls. And it's yeah, these yeah. giants, giant stone balls in this area of like the fucking, uh, the Congo or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but it's just him saying it a billion fucking times. Right. But anyway, he's talking about the ball courts here and he says, he goes, now all the all the sea, the Mayan cities had ball courts in them where they'd play this celestial game where they'd uh, knock a rubber ball and he like he like yeah. cocks his elbow up like all hard. Check yeah. shoulder bump. 
And he, is, and he says where they'd play this celestial game where they'd uh, knock this rubber ball through a stone or a wooden hoop. They, they saw this as a representation of alignments of the sun. Yeah. And, and I'm like, okay, like I guess. Where but, are they getting a rubber ball from? Like it's yeah. not a fucking basketball they're playing with. And right. I know rubber comes from rubber trees, I guess. Right. You know, but that seems like a very complicated process. Yeah, my dad told me that. Rubber comes from rubber trees. Yes. <laughs> I think it does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rubber cum is from rubber yes. trees. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, rubber. Yes, yeah. rubber in the front, <laughs> liquor in the rear. Right. Or I don't think Mayans had access unless they could time travel to the Gilbert Gottfried book, uh, Rubber Balls and Liquor. That's the one I was thinking. <laughs> of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, and then we get a Coppins call file right up, and he says, "This is like this episode gets a little spicy with uh, racial and cultural assumptions being made." Yeah, there's a lot of physical just right. Things that don't make sense and are moderately racist. And it's like, again, I know they're not trying to be. They're just like, they're just observing things at face value, but you can get into trouble when you're saying things like, so Coppins comes on and he says, now when you start looking at all the various cultures of the ancient world, the Babylonians, the Egyptians, we now know that the Mayans were the most advanced. And I'm like, no, they weren't. Like they had, they had advanced mathematics that we based like our math on, but a lot of their shit, they didn't have like just that they didn't have metal tools. Right. Thousands of years after the Egyptians did have metal tools right, right. and the whole whole other chunk of the world was was doing that. Mm-hmm. So they were they, like all cultures. They were like kind of behind Evolving. in some ways yeah. or in, or out in front in some right, ways. Right. You know? So it depended on their surroundings and yeah. their in, their environment. Yeah, what you had access to. Right. So uh, I can't imagine there was a lot of like iron ore in the middle of the jungle. Like, you know what I mean? And they were kind right. of by the ocean, I guess, where a lot of that stuff would wash up. Uh, uh, but usually, I think you, it's lakes and things that where iron ore washes up. Uh, at least in yeah, Europe. I mean, I think it's yeah, it's usually harvested out of something right. uh, uh, or copper or right, bro- right. you know for but bronze, it's heavy metal. Like so you have to like. <laughs> I don't have a heavy metal. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, usually it's like mining and and finding and like rivers that bring it like the gold, right. and then you can you know do all that right. shit. Um, but, um, but yeah, so then they wonder, like, they, they just disappeared after that. But why? Yeah. So uh, they ask, did they leave clues behind that, that aliens charted their destiny specifically? Yes. So And they sharded. Yes. <laughs> um, that's the creation myth. They sharded yes. out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, All the, that is knowledge. The male and female creator gods, they had some Tommy Burger yeah. and a little too much chili paste and yeah. sharded and out. trusted a fart they shouldn't have. Right. Yep. And if you look at the um, the serpent, uh, they, the serpent told the the female one to trust the fart. Yeah, she did, and she sharded out the primordial soup of the universe. A false, false, uh, false prophet. Right. Um, but if you look at a topographical map, topographical uh, <laughs> of all these civilizations in um, that that region, it yeah. does have splatter marks right. of where they pop up. There's no real, right, right, right. you know, sequencing that makes sense. Right, so and it's only it, it's splatter marks that you know, like you can get control. a CSI crew in there, but it's yeah. it's from uh, it's from an anus. It's not from like a paintbrush or right, something right, like it yeah. couldn't have been not pre- a sneeze. You know, right, uh, it's only from a sphincter yeah. muscle yeah, pushing of it out. Yeah, the the glops. Um, you know, are, are big enough, but also spaced out enough right. to only come from that. Yeah. It is pretty crazy that, like, see, forensic groups do have, like, splatterologists right. oh, like, yeah. <laughs> about, like, liquid splatter and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm also like, how long would it take to become an expert in that? A splatterologist. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm in splatology. Right. <laughs> uh, we play a lot of Splatoon uh, yeah. on our breaks and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
the splatter physics are not real in that game, yeah. but it is fun. It's you know we we just yeah. kind of put that aside and enjoy it as a game. Yeah, Tom of, consulted on it, but they didn't really right. you know take him all the way, and he right. wasn't the best student. So. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in 1952, uh, archaeologists discovered the tomb of Bacall, who was like. I think the longest running king of Palenque, it was like 70 years, which just knowing that he lived for 70 or was an adult for 70 years, Mm -hmm. uh, because they said it happened when he was pretty young, like in his teens or something, because his his people sacked the city um, and took it over. And so teabagged every last body in that city. And And they knew he was watching the third party view cam (laughs) and reloading that screen. So that's why he went in for the extra sack. Right. Just to, you know, insult injury. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, yeah, he reigned for 70 years and he also like, because they fucked the city up, um, he also like, when they were rebuilding the city, brought like a lot of the art and sculptures that we think Mm -hmm. of as Mayan stuff uh, and put it in the city. So, um, in the inner city, Uh, children's kind of, we get like a lot of, like and Childress is just walking through what the narrator just said, but he's yep. literally walking through. So we get some pretty good Childress butt shots yeah, of him action. going up the steps yep. um, of the pyramid of the inscription, um, and that's kind of the MacGuffin of this segment is, yeah. is this inscription within this pyramid. It but, is Saturday, uh, so I'd make McMuffins right. as well. <laughs> um, yeah, hey, if you if you ever meet us out at a con or something, <laughs> just know that mine too to an extent. But Steve's McDonald's order two sausage with egg McMuffins. <laughs> The hash browns and a large hazelnut iced coffee. Yes, right? yeah, and uh, orange juice because it's a combo. Right. Yeah, um, uh, but know that if we're at a con, I've probably already consumed that. Exactly. I don't need yep. more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're, he's not going to turn you down. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I'll just eat that patty straight up. Baby. He's a tall hunk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we get lots of children's butt shots. He's climbing up the pyramid, and then we get this kind of like we see the budget of the season happening here, where they're yeah. like. Childress is like doing his own reenactment of him going into this thing because yeah, it literally wander. Like, <laughs> it yeah. literally shows a shot of him from down the hallway from the other end coming yeah. in towards the camera and then giving like the the left right look with fear in his face like yeah. oh what's down this so corridor wonderful. what's down this corridor and even, then he goes down even and, though know. it's lit with an right. electrical <laughs> it's like the, full it's broad power daylight line. you see the sunlight coming in in the background but, but I think shot, there's like actually and there's light. a light in the yeah, front yeah. yeah in the tunnel it's right. lit <laughs> it's probably from <laughs> the camera too but yeah because this is where like people take tours of this shit yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they even show some outside shots of like just people in t-shirts walking yeah, around yeah. the base of the pyramid and stuff but uh, but it really it's really like like showcasing his moniker of the modern day Indiana Jones. Yes. Um, especially with the hat and stuff. But yeah, he is a sweaty, wetty man yeah. in this episode. Um, it's a moist town. Yeah. So uh, Bacall, the king, uh, is dubbed uh, in some circles or something, they say, uh, the Palenque astronaut um, because of this big inscription in this pyramid that Childress is putzing around in. And um, this is like, everyone's probably seen this inscription before, but like it, it, it looks to the ancient astronaut theorists as if he's uh, controlling a big machine, like a spaceship. And right. so they, they talk about how there's like he's sitting on the seat and there's a mouth tube for him to breathe in. And there's all these levers and pedals. Going up his nose. And right. And, 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 uh, and there's this fire coming out the bottom, and which yeah. doesn't look like that at all. Well, you know what? This could be one of those high class uh, Toilets we've heard oh. about so much because that food is spicy. Machine. <laughs> no, the food is spicy. Right, it's a big flame right. burning his butt. The Mayan out. food it is Mesoamerica. Yeah, so. he's you know trying to ooze it out. Right, but then that uh, nose clamp covers the smell, yeah, so he yeah. doesn't have to you know deal right. with that. Mm-hmm. The foot curlings are the flush, curlings. and the uh, <laughs> you know the hand motions are the, the cooling aspect right, right. that will uh, control the bidet. 
and and uh, quell that fire down. So wait, is he a little man that works the toilet from the inside no, of the, the U-shit? The, no, it's no, <laughs> it's him shitting, but it's a uh, very complicated toilet, it. and the fire is right, the right. hot, hot poop coming out. Kind of like the, I'm imagining it is like the the opening scene for Waterworld where it's the piss filtration device yeah. that it's just kind of mousetrap-esque thing right, where right. the piss is going through and then he drinks it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, so mainstream archaeologists say that it's depicting a journey to the underworld. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, but Childress, Childress chimes in here. He's very excited. And he says, he was the original rocket man. No. I mean, they're manipulating his spaceship and going into space. You yeah. know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, he's so uh, yeah. stoked. Like, his eyes are all... Right. You get a little glimpse of that first season yeah, hyper-conspiracy chi- theorist Childress yeah. who's just like... Oh. Childlike Childress. Yeah. Right. Top scientist like that Childress. Um and uh, Sooks comes on and, and goes over the inscription in detail. Now, Sooks this season has, like, ashy... It almost looks like gray spray in his hair. Yeah. It's very feathery and not as jelly this time, this so you wonder how the fuck it did that. Very... But, yeah, it's like uh, like you got one of them blowouts or something. Right, and then yeah, yeah. Or gelled it. Some weird... Yeah, like like white frosting. Not like blonde frosted. Not yeah. like it's frosted no, no. tips, but like a, a general, like, like, smattering of, like, a... A weird gray silver thing in it. It's weird. Yeah, but, it's uh, like the just for men with a touch of gray. Right, and yeah. and and he has his, <laughs> he has I think maybe the same brown velvet suit on, but he's looking a little slimmer this yeah, season yeah. too. Maybe he was um, you know, trying to find a wife out there, right? You know, get nice and fit. <laughs> and his wife's name is like Xandar or something. Like, yeah. She has some oh, interesting she? name. Yeah. yeah, I think he did um, a lot of cocaine as well. As party <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's pointing out the pedals and levers and whatever. And then they they go to this fucking George Lucas wannabe guy who sculpted a 3D model or created a 3, 3D right, model right. of this. And the 3D model, like, looks like a different fucking thing. Like, they're, like if you've seen this inscription, there's so much detail, just an insane Things, amount of detail yeah. on it. There's, there's like, almost no uh, negative space in, right, the, in right. the image. And yet the sculpture literally looks like about 60% of all the shit in the inscription is yeah. taken out. Things are shaped differently. I was going to say, everything's modified. Like, right. he's grasping, like, right. full pulleys and things. He just makes and... it look like the steampunk thing that he's fucking yeah. sitting in. And puts, uh, what, what's the outside of the rocket where the flame comes? Uh, like yeah, whatever, shield, those, those two. What, yeah, he, and, he, and he literally says, he goes, and so, I'm skipping ahead. He's on screen, and the first thing he says, now, when I saw this image, like the inscription, I knew this was a guy in a spaceship. And yeah. then he modeled it afterwards. So this is like saying, like, it's like someone saying, like, uh, you know, I like I am for sure God exists. Now right. let's learn about theology in a nonpartisan way. It's like you're not going to do that because that person is sure. And we said this yeah. about Sukolos too. Like later on, there's something where he goes like that. This was evidence of extraterrestrials yeah. in the ancient past. No, it's not a coincidence. It's evidence, and right. it's the only way it makes sense. Yeah. It's the only way. And I'm like, yeah. you're being very dogmatic about yeah, this yeah. you know so. no science not even no. the most whatever scientist is going to say everything is absolute right. i mean some might whatever but i mean getting to that point is very dangerous right and uh so yeah he it just proves that he had a a mission when he was modeling this oh and, yeah you know, he's, and he wanted a specific result yeah. instead of just trying to recreate what he was seeing in three dimensions yeah like oh, which would have been cool like. yeah. you know but he doesn't take it into account any of like the little kind of like like little lines and bejeweled looking things and mm-hmm. whatever. It's all just pipes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and Sooks is on there fucking coming over. I, I love what you did here with yeah. all this stuff. And like, 
And he, and he literally says, now I had to interpret it a little bit, these these um, these exhaust tubes. I made yeah. them like American rocket right, exhaust right, tubes because, right. you know, the fire. And then and Sook's just like, well, of course. Yeah, you yeah. know, and he's like, because I know that in Sook's head he's going, well, yeah, because this guy has a modern right. not misunderstanding of technology. Right, right. And again, they also again this this show's weird obsession with rockets. Yeah, I don't think a single fucking ship that could get to Earth from another uh, solar system, yeah. another star, distance that would far. have rocket exhaust things like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, you know? it doesn't. And they that, say that too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was going to say they're obsessed with levitation right. and rockets, but they don't and wormholes and grab anti grab yeah. and all this shit. And it's like, why would they have rocket exhaust? Yeah, yeah. And, and they're literally saying that this fucker is going up in this rocket to a, another star. Right. And it's like, so some gasoline or whatever the fuck, there, some jet fuel whatever. or something's yeah. getting him up there. like so. And a solo bolo mission like that. Right. Like no suit or anything, just <laughs> right. his like loincloth right. and, and hope. Right. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, and really like, that's what an intergalactic spaceship, it, it's like a steampunk yeah, device yeah, yeah. of levers and shit and, and a yeah. breathing tube and yeah, stuff. Not mental like, right. you know, control or <laughs> not crazy a, sensors. Not a vast grid of like computer screens yeah. and buttons, but metal levers and steam yeah, yeah. coming out. So. Well, I got to let the clutch off here, otherwise the sound right. bitch going to go south. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's flooding. Right. Flooding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the friction point in. Oh, here we go. Boom. Pull the choke lever. Come on. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, drop cars the cha- used to have that, right? It's like a choke lever where you like pull this thing to. No, really, a choke lever? Yeah. Uh, no. Hold on. Okay, I'll I'll tell you what you're thinking. Okay. Well, you can look up what you're thinking. No, no, tell, but, me, tell me. So cars have e-brakes, which mm. will lock your car up like a parking brake. Mm. Now a choke is usually maybe nah, maybe a choke is on a chokes a choke. are usually are on like motorcycles and stuff. Right. They might have been on old... A choke valve. Old It's uh, a carburetor cars. thing. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it's a carburetor yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's all in the carburetor of internal combustion engine. Its purpose yeah. is to restrict the flow of air. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so like if you... And again, mostly on motorcycles. So again, maybe back in the day, yeah. old cars had them too. Right, so right. sorry to shut you down, it's Joe. Like, uh, but usually you'll use it... <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, if, you're, if your uh, engine's cold, you'll turn the choke on and it'll like right. force and fuck with the fuel and air. And, stuff and if your but. chicken's hard, you'll choke that yes, too. Yes, yes. Till death. Yes. Uh, well, like le, le petit mort, the little death, right? Yeah. Orgasm. <laughs> um, we, go, we go to. The <laughs> mamois. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my mamois. Yeah. My um, mammy mamois. Yeah. Uh, we go to our next segment, which is more about Palenque, but specifically. The Palace of Palenque. Just like uh, the Palace of Palenta, my yeah. favorite restaurant. I finally worked it in and nailed it. Uh, <laughs> um, this is the most complex building in Palenque. Uh, they believe that the central tower was like four stories tall um, and was, was built for astronomical purposes for, mm-hmm, purposes mm-hmm. for astronomy. Uh, Chil- Childress calls it an observatory. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, you look upward. You're looking up, yeah. Uh, and wonders what these T-shaped windows have that apparently, according to him, have baffled archaeologists. Uh, but I looked it up online. Nobody's bunked it or debunked it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that is weird. Like, nobody says, oh, we bunked it. Like, we proved yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. It's like, no, we debunked it. Yeah. I guess bunk is like bunkum. Like, you, you took the bunkum out of it so it's true or something. Like, the bunghole. Uh, yeah. And all those old moms just play bunko. Right, right. I don't know. So. Yeah. Um when I worked for uh, for Bungco, the bung yeah. uh, bunghole company that like yeah. or actually made bungs for barrels, right? Because if people don't know, fun fact, 
uh, the little hole in the like alcohol barrels is called the bung. Yeah. The bung hole. And then right. the bung is the little cap, the little rubber thing yeah. that goes in there. And uh, your C, you had a CEO of that company as well, which was Cornholio yeah. Extreme yep. <laughs> Optimist. <Yeah>. Senior <laughs> Stupid Optimist Prime. Um, but yeah, I was more of an Optimus Primal guy yeah, in the Beastmaster show, <laughs> yeah, even though yeah. I never watched that. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember the commercials. But um, uh, Childress chimes in, and, and as he's talking about the observatory, and he says, what was it that the rulers of Palenque were looking for? And it's like, the stars. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like, I, I'm, like, everyone, this episode acts like the Mayans in particular were obsessed with astronomy for some weird reason. And it's like, every culture you guys talk about, you talk about how... And, and mainstream archaeologists and everyone, every ancient culture was obsessed from the, with the stars, right? Because you lived with nothing and mm-hmm. in fear and in the darkness and and again, I've said it a billion times. Like even today, when us city boys go out to the middle of nowhere or mountains yeah. or something, and you see all the stars. It's just like this fascinating, and you do yeah. feel a weird like connection and yeah. like, wow, what like the sense of wonder and yeah. all that stuff. And Joey's you know? making big hand motions, yeah, up yeah, and like he's big like, harvest fest praise, yeah, I was just uh, say, praise like, hands, like, yeah. <laughs> Hand over my heart, too, um, closing my eyes and, and doing yeah. the little white guy bopping dance, you yeah, know, yeah. bobbing up and down. Guide me, shepherd. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, guide me, billionaire, yeah. priest, you know, preacher, shepherd. Yeah. Um, At fucking Angel Stadium. Right. <laughs> um, it's harvest season. Uh, remember, God, when everyone had those stickers on their I'm fucking cars. I'm glad it's not a thing anymore. Oh, my God. I They're, mean, I guess you can tell who the assholes were right. by they just branded well, themselves. Yeah, I saw people that literally had oh, Harvest stacks. Fest stickers yeah. from, like, 92 to 2004 yeah, on their car. That was, like, a like, mark of honor. It was oh like, how many can I stack up of this stupid right. fucking thing? Yeah. Is it even still a thing? I feel like I think it still, it still is, but I don't think it's as popular as right, it once right. was. I feel like the mega I could church, be totally yeah, wrong. Yeah. Maybe just not out here in California, because it was a big tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I feel like mega churches in California are like on the decline, yeah. or maybe I just don't know people who go to them anymore. Right. But uh, yeah, I felt like early two thousands yeah. was like their heyday of like because because like it. I think that this culture of you know they're the the bad side of the culture is that oh. It doesn't matter what anyone's intention is. If you say something that's perceived as off color, you're now a horrible fucking human being. You should be fired. You should be, you know, totally witch hunted. But on the flip side, the actual people that are scumbags, they right. get nobody. Nobody's going to like if there's proof of like, oh, this fucking megachurch guy was arrested for embezzling all the money yeah. from people's from the collection plates. And to, like everyone's going to be like, hey, asshole, you fucking do this. Whereas in the past. You didn't have the internet to kind of keep you in check, you know. So right. um, that that's my theory just at least. Is like, yeah. yeah, like those kind of personalities, like people just like they're all they're part of a periphery now yeah. of extreme people. Just like there's everyone's right, part right, of right. extreme now. So, um, but uh, but yeah, so they're asking what were they looking for in the star in the skies, like the stars. So um, they talk about how all their buildings were facing, you know, equinoxes and solstice mm-hmm. positions and stuff like, or you know, positions of. The sun and moon and stars yeah, on yeah. those positions because they were more important. Um, that isn't anything special. The fucking pyramids of Giza were doing that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, you know. So, um, it's this weird almost like because this was 2012 the yeah. when this season was out and the beginning of 2012, I think spring, they're going to – I think – I have a feeling this whole fucking season is going to be apocalypse Mayan calendar oh, yeah, shit yeah. over and over just again. Hype, like, like I think we said that in the last one, but uh, yeah. hyping up for those commercials just to get the right. ratings up. Exactly. And so – um, but yeah, so Sukes comes on and, and discusses like, oh, Jesus, that was way <laughs> that was like a Mega Man <laughs> intro. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. 
Fart man. Um, <laughs> um, you had to use the Beano Buster on Fart Man. That was oh, yeah. his weakness. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then you could take Fart Man. Buster. Yeah. Then you could take um, uh, Fart Man's power and and fight easily grossed out man. Yeah. And fart on him because he'd go all weak and die. Yeah. And then easily grossed out man would uh, defeat Comedy Man because he just wouldn't laugh at the jokes that, you yeah. know, Comedy Man and stuff. Too and gross. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he's too busy with Vomit Man. Easily grossed out man was weak against Steve and Joey Man. Yeah. <laughs> just had gross humor. We're just dickheads. Yeah. Or Prolapse Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, he tied into Gas Man. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tied yeah. into him. Yeah. They connected prolapses like yeah. uh, it, Avatar, like the Navi did. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they've in, got that prolapse hair. Yeah, and except for the... <laughs> Their whole head the, is just prolapse yeah. connected. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, prolapse, and then they connected via his mouth. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, now I'm grossed out, man. Huh? <laughs> <See>. uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so Sukes comes on and discusses that these all these boulders in Palenque have these ornate carvings on them, and then he goes back to the classic, you know, and, and these people... Are, they're sitting in cockpits with spacesuits and stuff, so it's more of the same shit mm-hmm. that he always goes back to. Um, just because there's a lot of lines and spirals and like curvy things around a yeah. person in a carving doesn't mean it's a fucking spaceship, right? You right? Know? Right? Again, just because you just don't know what they jumps. are yeah. uh, and it's hard to find out doesn't mean that's what it is. So, um, but uh, oh yeah, well, then we go to. Uh, what did you say when we were watching the spiciest area of Mexico? Oh. <laughs> is, uh, Tabasco, <laughs> yeah. Mexico. Um, and uh, oil riggers uh, discover the famous Olmec heads in yeah. um, the 50s or 60s or something like that. And since then, the 13 more were unearthed. Yeah. Uh, they're dated back to as early as 8, 850 B.C. They were called the Colossal Heads. Um, and uh, they were part of the Colossomy bags right, as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah, so the heads stored right. the massive ships. And they would prolapse... On purpose as an offering, like yeah. to, like for those ancient colostomy bags, they couldn't like, yeah. Because of course the colostomy bags, they're modern, made of plastic. Well, they must have been from extraterrestrials. So yeah. to yeah. honor them, they would prolapse their. Yeah, butts. and they were offering with the O ring, right? <laughs> <laughs> the O ring mechs. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Olmecs are considered the ancestors of the Mayans. Uh, they're you've probably seen these before, but like they're they're very like. Um, kind of like squatty and spherical kind yeah. of proportion. Again, the show Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes, just go watch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where his Even name though, was Olmec. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he looked. I mean, he was he definitely didn't look big just head, like these. Did, yeah, yeah. He looked. He looked uh, pan Central South American. Whatever. Yeah. You know? um, but uh, there, yeah, it's like these squatty heads with little like what look like old like 1920s football helmets, a little yeah, leather yeah, caps yeah. on looking things, and um, and. Not uncommon looking for the people of that area in other artwork. So they had like thicker lips, like kind of bigger uh, noses, thing, like yeah. bigger, flatter noses, right, things like right. that, which leads to some racially charged. troubling things. That, yeah, some problematic things they say. Um, and uh, they, and the big mystery is like, why did they bury them? Why do they have these quote unquote weird facial features when yeah. a lot of the Mayan art, which they showed dozens and dozens of, their faces are way fucking weirder looking yeah, yeah, than yeah. this. And they're Mayans, not yeah. these ancient Olmecs. It's right. like, yeah, the Mayans have like pinheads right. and like giant pinheads, noses. Giant noses, giant little mouths, eyes, yeah. and big mouths, big chins, yeah, like all yeah. this stuff. Um, very like Akhenaten uh, yeah. style from Egypt. Um, yeah, it's just their you know Akhenaten. art style and the art director at the time just right. said, no, this is how we're going to do it. And this right. is our look and feel of our brand. Right. The Mayans. Yeah. yeah. Um, quick shout out too, if you want a little, not living history, but 
I am playing the downloadable content for Assassin's Creed Origins right now, mm-hmm. and it's all set in Egypt. Um, but this this DLC is a huge expansion that takes place in in Thebes, uh-huh. in the Valley of the Kings. Yes. Uh, and that's where you get to see Khufu. Right, and and uh, and Assassin's Creed, like we said before, all about precursor race technology, making people into gods. Right, like Jesus had the Apple of Eden, which was just this device that could make people see whatever he wanted. Blah 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 blah, and so. Uh, the main assassin guy in the game who started the whole Assassin's yeah. Brotherhood in this downloadable content, you go to Thebes and you kind of, it's not really a spoiler, but you feel like all these pharaohs are like these zombie pharaohs are coming back and he's like, why the, and he already knows about this because you've beaten the game at this point. It takes mm-hmm. place years later. And it's cool though, because you go into the different areas of the afterlife uh, in Egyptian mythology. So it's cool to see all that come to life. Right, like right, right. the Duat is like this dark place with blue lotuses everywhere and stuff. And then you go into um, the field of reeds, which is like the heaven. And it's like where all these ships are on reeds on, on these fields and blah, blah, blah. But you go into, they, they kind of, he thinks that, that Akhenaten or Akhenaten as they pronounce uh-huh. it is like the culprit behind it. Cause he was the weird rebellious Pharaoh mm. that had the one God, oh, the sun right, God right. called the Aten. And so it's kind of a cool. Obviously, it's sci-fi stuff, but it's cool if you want to like. It it's lets it you learn you learn the history and then the little bit of kind of sci-fi Assassin's Creed stuff right. on top of it. But it's really cool. So you literally have to kill like the zombie version of Akhenaten oh. like, because it comes right. back to yeah. like and Nefertiti and all yeah. that shit. So um, and you go into his version of the afterlife too, where it's just the big sun god, mm. like all with, with all these weird. Sun, it's, it's it's interesting. Crazy. So yeah. um, Curse of the Pharaohs is the DLC's title. So, um, but yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, of course, the ancient astronaut theorists believe that the Olmec statues are proof that aliens, ancient aliens right, intervened. Right. Uh, why did they bury them? Why do they have these weird facial features? So Childress chimes in and he says, you know, these guys are wearing strange helmets and they look to be foreigners. Like he says, it like, 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 like the way that like a Japanese person would go, oh, yeah, foreigners oh, or something yeah. like, um, God damn foreigners yeah, running yeah. around. <laughs> uh, it's like. People from uh, Africa or the Middle East and other areas like that. So what are they doing here in Central America? And 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 you know, <laughs> so you have this curious mix of different races, yeah. and perhaps they they too are these sky gods or alien ETs. Uh, yeah, and it's like that's a gnarly statement. Yeah, <laughs> where he's like <laughs> like like perhaps people from Af they look like people from Africa or the Middle East. And it's like, oh, because they have big lips yeah. and noses and like, right, right. it's like you can't make these fucking statements. And yeah. then, but that's the whole show is that you make statements that aren't proven and that are mostly your opinion yeah, yeah. or stereotypical opinions, let's right, just say. Right. And then you base that, you make that your basis for your jumping off points for your hypothesis yeah. slash theory. And then that's, so not only is it problematic, but then it's yeah. like, and they're not trying to be, but they're just like, oh, wow, they look like Africans. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but you can't just... Like, Same. old world people had much stronger features because there wasn't as much cultural mixing right, right. back then. Well, so. I mean, look at the people of the Amazon in Brazil right. and the people of Central America. Oh, like, they similar but mm. different. Yeah, uh, you know, the trannies <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Uh, but, no, I mean, like, people, they don't look that – these statues don't look that no. far. I can tell you they just probably aren't Euro-white people. Right. But even then I've seen some dudes that you could argue look like this. Just right. Just like, you know. I also bet you that – they the shape of the original boulders they carved yeah. them out of were probably pretty spherical, right? And they probably found them in the same area and and it's carved them out of it, yeah, you know? yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, and then we get uh, uh, a Sukler here, and he's pointing to a 
a flight suit. Uh, the little picture of, a, of the, we've seen it before on the show. I think it was in episode one, actually, where yeah. it's like, oh, there's this little yeah, yeah, Olmec yeah. guy with a flight suit. But <laughs> this is an interesting <laughs> statement. He goes, he goes, he goes, to me, this depicts nothing else than someone from Africa having visited Central America in some type of flight suit in some type of craft. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus. Like, so he's like, just because the guy looks like he a black guy like, to yeah. you, like, it's like, okay, <laughs> like, come like, on, guys. I, so I would go, all right, Suk, you're right. If he pointed out, oh, these features in his outfit right. are exactly seen in African culture. Right. At least that's an Don't interesting look connection. At the physical, like, right. person's face, <laughs> yeah. because these are all interpretations and weird right. sculptures and it's time art. and all this shit. Right. So like if they could say, oh, only these tribes use this style of right. look and feel. Right. Where these actually that suit looks like shit from the plains. Right. Like, right. Uh, people, you know, Native Americans in North America, like in the plains, like they have like the big boots with the exactly. uh, tassels you know, and tassels feathers and, and everything like and the yeah. big again headdresses the and like you know, they become bird people. It's right. like that all that more fits with that exactly. from, uh, you know, markings on the person right. than, oh, this guy just looks like he's from – like it's and this one doesn't even look like right. anyone. Right. Like, it looks like it's from nowhere. Right. And if anything, if I was going to be stereotypical, it looks kind of like an Asian guy or yeah. something, you yeah. know. But regardless, like, it doesn't – yeah. So uh, – well, If I'm going to be racist, I'm yeah. going to say – Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's <laughs> full-on Chinese. <laughs> uh, but uh, – Well, more I was going to say, he's a yeah. – <laughs> and they look really yeah. – <laughs> And you don't even get me started on the and how they're yeah. <laughs> just always bragging about. Oh, and they're so. <laughs> Wait, that was the spiciest yeah. one. <laughs> Whoa, uh, Joe. I'm going to have to go back and double check yeah. that. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit those yeah, live yeah. edits out, okay? <laughs> and put in the words we were yeah. <laughs> And then cut those out and then transcribe uh, them. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> I had another point, too, and I forgot it. But uh, anyway, this is the typical Sooks. Like, every kind of outfit we can't explain and look and looks detailed is a flight suit. Yeah. So, um, and Childress chimes in again here, and he has, like, a very, like, high-pitched voice in this one and, like, a frog in his throat that we yeah. haven't really heard before yeah, It's like time. a fifth coming of yeah. Childress' voice. He's like... They're wearing what looked like space masks with yeah. respirators and flying beings and uh, the the birdmen, people who can fly. <laughs> so like, ooh, go oh, yeah, like a little Kermity in there. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, to your point about the birdmen and all that shit. Yeah. And it's one of those those parts in the show where they're just showing a, a, a silent montage, montage, montage. Yeah. A montage. Yeah. Like lots My of long time. <laughs> it's a montage. <laughs> a montage of people eating right, Italian right. food. Yeah. A montage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Welcome to Mangitanios. <laughs> we get mucho authentic food. <laughs> we got a ton of manja for you. Yeah. Um, Better than my manga collection, huh? <laughs> a manga touch, yeah. huh? I'm just guys fapping manga. to yeah. hentai manga. Um, Something about a guy on a train eating lunch. Right. And then getting frigged off by yeah. uh, oh, I think, a, a juicy minza, which means a strong-willed girl, a strong-willed woman or some bullshit. Uh, there was, I think, I remember it was at Comic-Con because I would say. Oh, the pan. Japanese are so. <laughs> <laughs> and when they do the. Ugh, don't get me started on the fucking way they. Whoa, that was a... oh, so annoying. <laughs> really in depth. 
<laughs> oh boy. Uh, but uh, I, we were saying something else doesn't matter. Manga, I don't yeah. Know. I was saying at Comic Con there. I oh, I yeah. sat in a panel and they were like, because I would sit in panels to get to another panel. But uh-huh. anyways, there's literally a manga about a guy who rides the trains mm-hmm. and eats lunch, <laughs> oh, and that's yeah. all it is. And it's time right. about his food. He's fine. Right, right, yeah. Nonsense. Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, then we we go to our next segment, which is like, what if the Mayan kings themselves were extraterrestrial in order? Um, a lot of like eight bit Nintendo style yeah, today. I'm going high up Nintendo in the uh... style. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we go to the city of Copan, which we've gone to before. It has the, it's famous for its uh, hieroglyphic stairway. So mm-hmm. it's like uh, twelve hundred stone glyphs, which kind of make up the the at the time they say was the most sophisticated writing system in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they have a real archaeologist on. His name is Payson Sheets. It's a very <laughs> weird name. <laughs> P-A-Y-S-O-N, and then sheets like the bed sheets. Piss and sheets. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he he just describes it as a public monument of all the Mayan kings from before, which we're used to with Egyptian culture mm. and Babylonian and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, uh, a German librarian in the 1860s uh, named Ernst Forstmann, uh, he cracked the code of them. Um, and uh, he was like a, a, a very... Um, advanced like mathematician and he kind of yeah. used math and other stuff to figure out that like there was basically like a central picture in each of the glyphs and all these little swoops and swirls and things that were mm-hmm. a phonetic sound so then they were translated and they found out that it was like basically like the lineage of the kings um and their uh their relationship to the gods and how they're like at least semi-divine in their bloodline and uh which is again identical to many cultures especially yeah. egyptian who made hieroglyphs talking about how every pharaoh is connected to yeah uh, Amun Ra or whatever, so or Thoth or whatever it is, but um, uh, but yeah, so we get a uh, a sukkah here, and this is where they're finally introducing this conspiracy part. And he says the initial cabal of priests were in contact with the extraterrestrial. So it's just, and then the the VD viewpoint is the same thing I said before, where right. like they were real gods, and later they just created this conspiracy so they could get free shit from the the dumber people, like the, yeah, the less yeah. learned people. Um, they go into blood sacrifices, which we talked about a lot on this show. The king's blood was very important, and I guess sometimes yeah. they were sacrificed or would bloodlet themselves because they could. There was a because they were of the gods, they could connect to the gods. Right. They would sacrifice uh, hearts to the jaguar gods that were mm-hmm. coming, um, and uh, they demanded these human hearts. And then George Nori has a little spicy statement here, kind of a pointless one, but like, then why do they put it on? But he just right, goes, right. he just comes on and goes. It's interesting that as cultured as this civilization was, they were also pretty barbaric. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, a lot like of ancient yeah. cultures like that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like like calling a culture barbaric in these days and times, especially right. if you're on Twitter or something, will get you shut out of an entire <laughs> industry. But um, uh, Sukes mentions that like every ancient culture talks about a promises a return of their gods and how that's important, and it's kind of like. I actually made the connection where I was like, wow, just like this fucking show, every episode ends, or for their inevitable return, right, or right. are they preparing us for when they finally return? And it's like, when will they blow us and finish it off? <laughs> and return the favor. <laughs> uh, Reach around, give me a handy, why don't you? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Make with the reciprocation, okay? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> What's the, it's, oh uh, yeah, Clotworthy. It's Robert Clotworthy's oh, narrator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, but is he yeah. Clotworthy? <laughs> it's like a Seinfeld yeah, uh, Spongeworthy. <laughs> yeah, of the, of the bloodletting. Right. Because of clots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, it, it is interesting. It's, it's, it's almost like, 
Sooks is sitting there going, oh, every ancient culture's religion says right. they'll return. It's like, oh, so it's almost like this show is its own religion in and of itself. And it kind right. of is because yeah. it's a new way, a relatively new way of thinking about where we came from, our origins, mm-hmm. our connection to the stars yeah. and people and the stars and all that stuff, yeah. too. They're just not really worshiping right. a set thing. Right. They just have an ideology of, yeah. oh, this is this, and they're coming back, right. people. And But there is also a huge aspect of faith in right, right, ancient yeah. astronaut theory or hypothesis. So, and they do speak confidently like religious people. Yes. Like, like, oh, Jesus Christ, he was real, and he's right. going to fucking you know, take that robe off and just look all good and <laughs> just fucking rail you to the cross <laughs> if you don't listen <laughs> I'll say in a very factual statement. But yeah, yeah. And, well, and like, and Sooks is the head preacher of right, this, where right. he's just like, it can't be anything but. And it's yeah. like, you can't say that. Right. I mean, you can, but like, that's not yeah. a scientific theory, then that's just your hypothesis. Yeah. And that's when he gets slimed because he can't say that on TV. Exactly. Um, that was the name of that show, right? Uh, you can't do that on television. Can't do that yeah. on television. Yep. You, whenever you said, I don't know. It was slime, and then I was listening to a podcast that was like one of the episodes was about. It's like a nostalgia podcast. Uh, it was, was like it the eighties about. One? It was just about. No, it's it's a uh, Colin Moriarty. Like uh-huh. he does uh, Colin's last stand knockback. Like with his brother. His brother's like the head guy at Sesame Workshop or something oh, wow. like that. But uh, they were ta- they had a whole episode on you can't do that on tell or no I'm sorry on Nickelodeon. Oh, and and, then- and how it started off as like Pinwheel in Canada, and then it, p- it became. Uh, Nickelodeon's of like 83 or 82 or something, and it was more educational stuff. And it was yeah, Pinwheel. They had Mr. Wizard, they had the Elephant Show. And right? it was literally like 95% Canadian programming until like the late 80s, and uh, and some British stuff too. But like, you can't do that on television, was like, it ran for like 15 years oh, in wow. Canada. And, uh, but yeah, like, they're, they're, they, they reminded me of some great fucking sketches on that show. But like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. um, uh, that's for our other podcast. You can't say that on this podcast. Yeah. Or you can't do that on this podcast. But, uh, <laughs> and we do it all. Right, right. Uh, but whenever you said, I don't know, it was slime. Mm-hmm. And whenever you said water, they dump water all over okay. you, too. I totally forgot about that right. part of it. But um, And the gross guy on the show was like the creator and head writer and producer mm. and all that shit, too. So And he murdered himself on the show, right? He literally... He put a vat of acid right. in the, the slime and said, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we move on to the the Popol Vuh, which is the book of the people. So it was written in the 1500s, um, and it's a collection of Mayan oral history, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's full of like creation myths. Yeah. Um, they they seem to imply a lot of them are sporadic because the one that they actually talk about the the main creation myth yeah. of a male and female creator god taking the primordial world uh, universe. And just saying they spoke the word and turned yep. it, they created the earth and animals Birds, and stuff. The word. They the say word. that like one of the archaeologists is like this is one of the the most complete ancient Mayan myths that we have, which leads me to believe there's a lot of just sporadic weird mm, shit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but uh, but also very similar to almost every other creation myth right, in the right. world. So the guy made an interesting point. He was like, oh, it kind of like it melds Adam and Eve, and then this culture's one too. But it's yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's the same stuff. Uh, we then talk about. Uh, Kukulakan, Kukwela, you know, Kusakwetl Khan, the plumed serpent god that brought knowledge to um, the the ancient Mayans. Which we talked about a lot in a previous episode. There was like a whole nother segment dedicated to It's Kukulkan and Quetzalcoatl are these two like chief gods. And so I think Quetzalcoatl is the the plumed serpent, but of the Aztecs or something. Um, But uh, uh, then they they go into how he's a winged snake or serpent or whatever, and mm-hmm. then we go into how that could be ships that came down because right. it was misunderstood technology. But we get the VD viewpoint where he explains that Kukulquan 
He chose eight boys from uh, ages 7 to 12 uh, to teach uh, mathematics and science and astronomy. And these boys became the first priests of the Mayans. So, uh, and therein lies the conspiracy because those were the priests that the next set of priests that learned from them became this kind right. of ruling class and just took advantage of the people, supposedly. Um, they had the knowledge. He doesn't say anything interesting. He just kind of reiterates what uh, Von Daniken says there. Uh, but we get our first appearance of friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we just saw him in a couple of talks at yeah. Alien Con, but of uh, Huey Newman in the news. Huey Newman, uh, he is he is the bleach blonde haired yeah. to this day. He looks identical from 2012 to now. Yeah, almost more tit bleach. Like his right. roots are very showing as dark. I, well, I couldn't. Yeah. His shirt was on, and I don't know if he had tit bleach, but yeah. um, but uh, uh, or yeah. butthole bleach either. Right, but, right. Um, uh, that is common in Europe and Australia. So. Yeah. He had like a weird. Nah, this is mean sounding, but like Uh-oh. his. Remember his like partner or assistant was like this kind of, kind of porn starry looking lady. Remember she was blonde and handing out these things as we left one of his talks. And we looked. I looked at him uh, and I was like, "Oh, go on this archaeologist dig with Hugh Newman and this chick yeah. who's also a PhD in archaeology, yeah, but she, she looked like very porny. <laughs> like it was. It was very interesting. Porn but, doctors, porn but, stars. Yeah, <laughs> and." Uh, um, but anyway, he just uh, they just keep going over and over how serpents are big in ancient cultures and the givers of knowledge. And that yeah. is interesting to me. Like, not that they were all ships. But that That's their whole point is that, of course, these were flying ships that spread the knowledge around the world right. at the same time, even though it was thousands of years apart. Um, but, hey, if they can time travel, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, um, uh, and it, that that's why, because he's like, got to get back in time. Right. Exactly. Because he's Huey. Yeah. Huey. Yep. <laughs> got to get back in time. Yeah. Um, and that's where he just wanted to go back to Thailand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it, no, the whole song is about all these spices he's trying now, yeah, these yeah. new spices, but he just wants to go back to time. Yeah. A very British old school prevalent spice yeah, yeah. back from his Grammy's house, his exactly. grand's house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, it is interesting, and I, I'm sure there are like books and papers about of why ancient cultures did think that snakes were these bringers of knowledge. What was it about the animal itself that made it seem like they were smart or wise, maybe because right. they moved slow or they were pre- like I don't know. Like it's an interesting, well, and they or just so different very, from everything else. Yeah, you know, very like, camouflaged, right. and, and sensual mm-hmm. and seductive. Yeah. And Remember when wow. you were a kid and you thought snakes were slimy? Yeah, and then it yeah. became this like fun Sorry. fact of like, and this is actually just honest, but like okay. it ain't this fun. Like everyone liked to tell you now, now kids, snakes aren't slimy as everyone mm-hmm. thinks. It's like you've never touched a snake before, yeah, yeah. except your dad. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. Um, it was his pet. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when you thought all snakes were peach, kind of peach colored and like yeah. had purple lines going down yeah, them and, and stuff. Pulsated. You know? Yeah. And everyone, and, and everyone's mouth, venom. mouth was called a mongoose. Right, right. Because the mongoose eats the snake. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's where that. Ricky, T- that's why Ricky Tiggy Tavi was most kids' favorite book. Yes, yes. Ricky Tiggy Tavi. Because it was about Tembo. kids blowing their pe- dad's penis. <laughs> um, it made it palatable. You know? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and speaking of, speaking of eating load, um, <laughs> so we got a suk alert here, and he goes, "This is nut coincidence." Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes, "This is nut coincidence." This is, now, when you have a nut coincidence, that's a fun yeah. day. Yeah. When it, <laughs> hey, whoa, this is you too, bro. All right. <laughs> um, Finish at the same time. Yeah. Uh, this is not coincidence. This is evidence for ancient alien counters in the remote past, and there is no other way and there's like zero hyperbole like i don't usually ever add other than a little inflection and stuff but like i don't usually add 
hyperbole because what they're saying is enough. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the fact that he's like, there's no other way yeah. that they could that any of these ancient Mayan people could have known any of this shit. And that's what kind of what we get into with the last segment here is yeah. like a little bit. Once again, the whole first three quarters of the episode, they're talking about how fucking smart they are. But then, oh, but there's no way they could have done it yeah, on their yeah, own. Yeah. You know. Um, well, that's the whole theory. Yeah, ancient. Exactly, yeah. So uh, we, we finish big with uh, Chichen Itza, uh, everyone's favorite uh, kind of like ancient Mexican tourist spot. Um, yeah. And uh, it's a very hipstery thing now to go to Chichen Itza, which, yeah. I mean, I would like to go to someday. And you but... drink the beer, chicha. Right. Which uh, is what they make. They make the beer by chewing on corn, spitting it, mm-hmm. and then letting it ferment. Right. And then it turns the beer. I like the the Mexican pasta, the chicharroni. Uh, it's the the Tabasco treat. Based, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> G- <laughs> Gironi. Tabasco treat. Um so yeah, in the tenth century, uh I'm holding the fucking mic like I'm a shock yeah, jock I know, you're here. Really, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. really love that uh, Chichanista. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> Nista, not Itza. Um Chichen Itza a lot. It's a, it's a fat little pyramid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, in the 10th century, uh, the Alcoracol Al- Observatory was supposedly built in, in, in Chichen Itza. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely known to be looking at the sun and the moon. There's hints that they were also looking at uh, stars and other planets. Right. But a lot of it was destroyed. They say that there are books, though, that, that, that support that. Mm-hmm. Um, and from 250 to 900 A.D., uh, it was kind of they were considered the most like advanced astronomers around. Um, but why again? Why were they watching the stars so yeah, intently? Yeah. It's you know we've talked about that already. Yeah. So they studied Venus like they were the first ones. Well, they figured out that Venus in the morning and at night was the same thing. So right. like it looked like a new star coming up each time or whatever. But they they made predictive ast- astronomical math. So which mm-hmm. is really that is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and uh, they created the invented. Uh, they invented the place value at zero, the zero based right, right. Um, math that we use today, and it allows you to make huge numbers. And, yeah, there's a big unlock to be able to to multiply out to crazy amounts. Exactly. So, um, yeah, because zero is just this concept and like a placeholder of oh, when you add this value, it means this many more. Yeah. You know. So, and it's, you're working in uh, what power ten or something like right, that. Right. 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 And, and uh, so, yeah, they were sitting there for hundreds of years messing with this new form of math that they just kept finding, like, whoa, even the bigger and bigger we get, the more cons- it's still consistent, yeah, yeah. which is how they were able to predict astronomical cycles. And that's an mm-hmm. amazing thing to connect all that shit. Yeah. That being said, though, you could argue, like, the Greeks did all the same shit thousands of years before, too, and, like, they connected all of these things. Yeah. They, you know, they just didn't, they didn't roll it out in a math equation exactly. of, like, where we'll exactly be in right. X years. Right. But it's, it's just funny. Like, every whatever culture they're focusing on in the episode, it's that's the, the one that's the yeah. best, you yeah. know. So, um, but uh, we, get a, we get a pretty harsh Coppins call. Here. Um, he goes, now, there is no way that the Mayans could have fucking invented. No, he didn't say fucking. Right. Could have invented this complex math system. Because the observations span thousands or even ten thousands of years, and it's like yeah. they just got through saying how they could make massive numbers that still mm. made sense, and so they didn't need to exist seven, ten, fifteen thousand years right, ago. Right, right. They could predict that it was the same, so yeah. um, and and prove it, quote unquote, with a math a math proof. So yeah. um, anyway, uh, we get a, a VD viewpoint who agrees this. It could have only been the gods yeah. uh, that gave him this. They understood the concept of precession, you know, so you yeah. 
you kind of like you fatten it's yourself kinda, up, you edge a little bit, you become yeah. an edge lord, and uh, right, it's not quite foreplay, but right. it's just you know you get your pre-session. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's when you want you don't want to do a lot of work when you're yeah. when you're making love, mm-hmm. making a little whoopee, and uh, <laughs> you know because if you're banging Whoopi Goldberg and she's yeah. still fertile, you'd make a little whoopee if yeah, there was no yeah. condom and birth mm-hmm. control involved. But uh, <laughs> and I uh, just have my uh, whoopee cushion, and because I'm into fart play, but not everyone can fart right. on demand. Well, so. and also when you're when you're edge lording, you're having a pre-session that hardcore yeah. your prostate and balls hurt and you can't sit very easily so you yeah. need that whoopee cushion underneath yeah, just to it, then unload into whoopee exactly yeah, yeah. um uh, but yeah like situation. but that the, the pre-session is when you like you want to just add yourself up so that you can go <laughs> you can just go oh geez sorry a couple strokes and i'm done but you yeah. you have this amazing orgasms and she or he yeah. have a real don't have anything yeah you've you been know? going for hours already right and, and you're ready to be done yeah um, but and some people's genes are just wired to have pre sessions all the time, yeah. you know. It's so. similar to front loading, but right. it's a little different, right? Um, but yeah, so uh, we get our like one of our well, the only interesting appearance of Cockney Collins of uh, Andrew Collins, author of the Cygnus Mystery, um, and he says it's as if they were almost paranoid that if they did not do this, like keep building pyramids and building observatories right, right. and and doing all this math and whatever. Um, that something bad would happen. And I'm like, just because they had apocalypse myths in their, yeah. their religion, like every religion has, why does that mean they're paranoid? Like, well, just at, because of the like the seemingly fervent pace over thousands it, of years of making carvings and If you're going to use the, the, the phrase paranoid, right. every religion is paranoid. Yes. Because that's why you go to church exactly. and you do these rituals and you do these things because you're right. paranoid either – the world's going to end or right. you're not going to get into a good place when you die. Right. It's all, yeah. All, all religions say the world will end at some point. You will die at some point. Here's how you should live to go to the good place or right. live well before right, that right. happens or so, after that yeah, happens. Paranoia, hy- hysteria, that, yeah. I mean, it, it, it applies to all religions. Right. Um, and then, so they're sitting there asking, where do they learn to track the stars and stuff like that? But they don't really ever ask that about Europeans very much on the right, show. Right. Um, and like, you know, like we... They talk about the Greeks and, and uh, Apollo and all that stuff and how he taught them, you know, this. And then Prometheus taught fire and stuff like that. Um, but, again, on that show, they ask the questions. It's very rare they talk about the Western cultures, right. though. Virgin, it's always yeah. the brown people. You yeah, know? yeah, so, yeah. Um, and, and I don't – And those people, I mean – Tacos. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oops. Uh, are delicious. <laughs> yeah. Um Huey Newman in the news uh, talks about the 2012 apocalypse, and he says, you know, you know, uh, the stories of nine golds descending to Earth, and, but no one really knows what that means. And that right. the episode ends, and I, and I wrote, at no fucking point in this episode did they have one Mayan religious scholar at all. Like, right, right. all of this shit could have been answered, and then was answered when 2012 didn't happen. Not the right, year, right. but the apocalypse. No, yeah. When 2012's apocalypse did not happen... They then went back to those like the news, like fucking CNN or yeah. Fox Eleven was like, oh yeah, here's this guy that or this gal that's like the princess supposedly right. of Mayan culture, and she like runs the fucking tourism you yeah. know Board. group or whatever yeah. it is. And they were like, well, no, they were just talking about a new cycle of life because right. their math kind of ran out, and they would have it in these chunks of yeah. epics or whatever. And uh, they said at no point was there supposed to be the destruction of the world right, or right. mass death or anything like that. So. Uh, even they were like, yeah, it was more of a symbolic new beginning to them, you know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's just this like the ancient astronaut theorist guys are yeah. just always like, no, everything was just literal right. and ah, right. and they right. were just right. all living in. And, I'm, and, and I understand why they're saying that because they're you know, 
torqued up. The more, yeah, the less the less knowledge you have, the more you have to put meaning in things, you know. Right. So, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the end of the episode. And they they of course, you know, Clotworthy, the narrator is like, you know, but what if they're preparing us for their return yeah. and maybe destruction? So like kind of fear mongering at the end of the episode, uh, which is going to make you want move. more, so that yeah. ancient aliens can tell us how to live for the next. You know, six months or whatever till yeah, December twenty yeah. first, twenty twelve. Right. So, um, but yeah, that was uh, you know, it's. I wasn't actually as bored as I thought. I thought they were going to go into whatever, yeah. like you know, they but, did cover a lot of different topics. Yeah, yeah. It was because, like, again, it was like a very brief mention of what the Mayan conspiracy was. Right, right. <laughs> uh, they should have just called it aliens and the Mayans. Like yeah, it, that yeah. would have been a more truthful thing. But when you throw conspiracy in there, then yeah, it's yeah. much more titillating and provocative. Right, right, right. So bleach titillating. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, do we have we have a reaching for the stars? Yeah, shit. Yeah, uh, not on Facebook, on, on iTunes. I think, iTunes. Right? Yeah. Uh, so reaching for the stars is a segment we have every week. Well, if there's content for it, um, where we ask you, the listener, to go onto your podcast service of choice that has ratings and reviews, uh, like iTunes, or go on our Facebook page or whatever. Uh, Google Play Store does not have any place to rate podcasts, which is a shame, and they should launch that. But um, uh, if you give us a five-star rating and then review us in the comments of that rating, we will give you a shout-out on the air no matter what you say. So um, here is our newest one. Uh, did we read Black Ron Pons? I think that was the last yeah. one we read. Okay. So we got a five-star review from BPD5020. Well, we think we may know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he says, read my review, you Cali douches. Uh, love the show, so bring on season four, you bundle of sticks. And then in parentheses, British cigarette. Um, which we all know is a it. Um, so he said. So he said. So be men for once. Tell your wife to stop IMing me, and let's get these podcasts out quicker. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this is my friend. Yeah. Who I worked with before. Yes. yes. <laughs> he was a British man. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you, BPD fifty twenty. Although I don't know why. Maybe he just made up a fake account to yeah, do this it's or something. The other thing. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But, thanks, but maybe BPD. it's not somewhere. I, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, check out, uh, check out our Facebook page, Probing Ancient Aliens, for, a uh, a fan post <laughs> on there. <laughs> uh, it was really, Miss, uh, Kimberly Mulkey, we mentioned on the show before. Is it Mulkey or Milky or something like that? Mulkey. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she'll correct us because yeah. I missed, I fucked up her name. But, uh. You did all, also mention we were in Oregon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh. Oh, that's why you were all weird. <laughs> no, I, was I did not get like... that at all. Um, but uh, it was a giant cat around here, or was it? No, Matt? it's uh, Matthew. Ah, Matthew. Uh, but uh, yeah, go to our Facebook page, uh, check out that post. Yeah, uh, and you can rate it, and you, you can see you a can picture of us there. too. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's yeah. where we get a lot of our rate. Guess who's the hunk? <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, yeah, you can get a glimpse of our picture with Childress yeah. uh, from man. Alien Con. Truly happy. Pretty tired all of a sudden. But yeah, uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, tell your friends about the show. Uh, subscribe to the show. Like the show. It really helps us out when you with our the algorithm and all that shit if you rate yeah. the show highly or subscribe to it or like yeah. the episode yeah. or whatever. Um, we'll SoundCloud, be, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't rate it on SoundCloud, but you can like and subscribe on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, You're gonna, we're going to try and turn back on social media. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Pretty soon, because yeah. I finally have Photoshop again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to do a little catch-up on that yeah. uh, for all the episodes. I'm more of a mustard man. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then if you like our sense of humor and like craft beer, listen to our other podcast, Beer There, Drunk That, on the same podcast services. 
That's at Beer There Drunk That PC on Instagram and Beer There Drunk That on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, it's a similar logo. It's just our heads, non-alien barfing in an X pattern. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, that's, gonna, that's enough. Uh, uh, lapsing into a <laughs> probing uh, professional opinions about the minds. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cut out our hearts, cut off our prolapses, cut off our parts, and I think that was the missing piece to that didn't get the minds to ascend to the gods again. Yes, they forgot the prolapse blood. Yeah. We need, that's the truest offering that yeah. we can give to anyone. So here I, here I go. Oh, there boy. Go. Oof. Uh, there's still some brown in there, Joe. Never gonna poop again, but that's fine. I'll be in heaven. Yeah. With Quickle and Quetzalcoatl and Ride that Spaghetti Fiore. Yeah, and Ride that Feathered Snake till the days of yore. With plenty of spicy Tabasco. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I,